Sistress History, Part 6, by Trillum Haladrum, Associate Dean of Altheric History, University of Gwylam. The Sistress Pastoral Renaissance came to a swift conclusion on Eleven Sun's Dusk, First Era 2704. Emissaries of the newly formed Raymond Empire arrived on the shores of Gonfalambe and decreed that the archipelago was once again the lawful property of Cyrodiil. These heralds brought a coterie of Breton coin barons with them, who swiftly seized the reins and steered the Sistress Archipelago back to their feudal roots, albeit now in the Emperor's name. Small pockets of resistance formed across the archipelago, but none of the revolts gained purchase, aside from the activities of the Eldertide Circle, which persists to the current day. Under the watchful eye of imperial governors and their Breton financiers, the islands transitioned back into Tamriel's greater political order in less than a decade. Over the course of the Raymond's rule, the Sistress returned to familiar trades, logging, mining, and shipbuilding. Ammonite excavation exploded in the first era 2800s, driven by Nibbanese warlock fashion, but soon gave way to more standard mining for Laramar and semi-precious stones. Several maritime operations changed their focus from fishing to frog metal reclamation during this period, driven by the discovery of vast troves of the buoyant alloy in caves beneath Aminos. By all accounts, the archipelago prospered throughout the Raymond period, albeit at the cost of their Renaissance freedoms. The island's fortunes shifted once again with the rise of the Akaviri potentate. In Second Era 11, the newly empowered potentate Versitushai converted the Isle of Aminos into a penal colony for Raymond-aligned political prisoners. The irony of using the Sistress, a symbol of Tamrielic unity, as a dumping ground for prisoners of conscience was not lost on the scholars of the day. One such chronicler, Lissol de Pacois wrote, The fact that a serpent would profane a monument to our victory over slugs should come as a surprise to no one. Pacois, like many of her contemporaries, died on Aminos. Even after completing work on the infamous Rose, the potentate continued sending prisoners to the prison island, mostly to work the Laramar and Ammonite mines. While the potentate's policies had some effect on High Isle, the island's remoteness from the mainland insulated it from the regime's worst excesses. To maintain the peace, the Sistress's Breton overseers cultivated a reputation of joyful compliance and servility, proudly waving the potentate's banner over Gonfalon Bay, even as they plotted their escape from Versidushai's clutches. Between Second Era 110s and 280s, Breton House Mornard inherited ever greater power in the Sistress, mostly on account of their close ties with the potentate. As the cost of ruling the fractious mainland mounted, Versidushai began consolidating resources in Cyrodiil effectively privatizing the Sistress and placing them in the care of House Mornard. From that moment forward, the Sistress again belonged to the Bretons.